0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of Co-Creating Queen. I am your hostess Sarah Michaels, helping you create the business and life of your dreams. And in this episode, what we're going to talk about, this is going to be a business and income episode, and I want to talk with you about how I 5xed. Yes, you heard that correctly. I 5xed my income in 1 year working half the time and I'm going to get real with you in this in this post. I'm going to share my no BS methods of what exactly needed to shift in my mindset and in my business for this result to come about. Um, if you're listening to this and you're hoping that I have like the next best thing or some kind of a magic success bullet or like a, a tactic, like that is totally not what this is going to be about. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am simply going to share with you what worked for me, the shifts that needed to happen in order to bring about that increase, and how you, at the very end, what I'm going to give you is a series of questions so you can actually do like a self-evaluation Based off of these concepts, and you can apply it to your own life and your business. And these are going to, this is not like, oh, she's, you know, she does this for work or she's in this kind of an industry. So that's what this is. It's not about that. These concepts and these principles will work for you regardless of what your industry or your niche is. And another thing that I want to point out is that 95% of this growth occurred. From the months of June to November. That is a six month period of time that 95% of that growth occurred during. Okay, so I 5X'd my income in one year working. Half the time, and for those of you who don't know me, for you know, maybe you've stumbled upon this podcast, or maybe you're brand new here and you know, we're still getting acquainted. I did this while we took the entire summer off, so we were up in the northwoods of Wisconsin. That is just something that my family does. We were actually digital nomads from 2018 through 2019, and we Part of the reason that we decided to do that was because my bonus son, that's the only, the summers are the only time we get to spend with him and we get to spend together as a family. So we have, you know, four kids all together. We have a blended family. So we took the entire summer pretty much to be together as a family. So this growth happened during that time. And then in the fall, we moved cross-country from Wisconsin back down here to my dream location of Destin, Florida. And I actually took the entire month of December off to focus on my health and my healing because I had a little bit of a health crisis. So if you're like, oh, she, you know, she's she got perfect circumstances or you know we get this idea in our head, like of all the reasons that it works for someone else and why it can't work in our business or our industry or our life. My, well, I hope that what I'm telling you right here is gonna bust through all of your excuses because I could have crawled in a hole last year and quit and nobody would have blamed me. We have four kids. My husband and I are home. We had them full-time. We were homeschooling. We had them the entire summer. We moved cross-country and my health crashed and I ended up taking the whole month of December off. And even so, I still 5X my income in half the time within a one-year span, which is just crazy. So the very first thing that I want to share with you, though, is that I almost missed out on celebrating this insane growth and progress in my business. And here's how it happened. So I'm sitting down here. Yes, we're still in a hotel. Like, we're in Destin, Florida. This has been my dream for as long as I can remember, probably since I was like 10 years old, okay? So we're down here in Destin and we're still in a hotel and it's been long enough that we've achieved this goal to where you kind of start to acclimate to that new level and you just start to take it for granted a little bit. And so I I'm gonna be 100% real with you, that's exactly what was happening to me. So here I am, I'm sitting here in my dream location, (laughs) we're in a hotel, and I start to look at everyone else in my industry In my category, and I'm looking at their success, and I start to get down on myself, thinking, Oh, boohoo, I haven't hit this yet. I haven't hit this goal yet. We're not in a house yet. You know, things just aren't working out. And I just started to get really, really down on myself. You ever do that? You know, you start to look around and then by the end of it, you just kind of feel like a complete pile of useless poo and you just are like, I should just quit and give up and go get a regular job, right? No, just me, <laughs> anyone else. If you're doing that, stop right now. So here I am, I'm sitting down doing the whole comparison thing, prepping for my taxes and I'm just, just you know, I, I'm in a wimpy kitty baby whiner mood. I'm just taking everything for granted, boo-hoo, poor me. And thankfully, my husband is wise enough and he asked me, he said, well, you know, what did you make into, you know, the year before? What did you make the previous year? So I tell him and he's like, okay, well, what did you make this year? And so I tell him and I'm like, but, you know, it wasn't this and I was hoping to make this and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, this brilliant wise man points out to me, he said, so wait a hold, hold up, hold up. He's like, doesn't that mean you 5X your income? In one year. And up until that point, I hadn't really thought about it. I was like, oh, (laughs) yeah, you know, I guess I did. I was like, holy, you know, I was like, you're totally right. And the point was, he was totally right, and I almost missed out on celebrating all of this amazing growth and progress because I was so focused on my perceived lack of progress and I was so focused on perceiving how far I had yet to go that I had discounted how far I had already come and I I wasn't looking at the progress. So here's what I want to tell you. It is okay to have those big goals. But along the way, make sure that you are celebrating your growth. Make sure that you're looking at what is going right, okay? Because the end goal is not the only thing that matters. It's about celebrating the progress, the process, and the milestones along the way. So shout out to Jordan, my amazing husband. Thank you for keeping me grounded and pulling my hat out of my butt. And number two, I want to say thanks for being here to my listeners and I hope that you find value in this post. I can't wait to hear from you and how it changes your perspective or if you apply it to your business. And you know, I'm excited to see what it does for you. So concept number one that happened, and I'll call this shift number one that happened. I got serious about working my business and treating it like a business and not a hobby. So I'll be honest. Over the last few years, I have been following people that are very, you know, flowy and spiritual, and and I I got into this mindset of I was going to work when I felt like it, and I, you know, when it was convenient or when the ambition struck me or when I felt inspired, you know, at thinking that that was that was what it meant to be in the flow, but that ideal left me not consistently working on my business not doing the things that were going to bring it the breakthrough about I didn't have a clear plan I would like start and stop and my business focus would depend on how I was feeling and whether or not I felt like working or had the energy or was inspired etc I was not being consistent so because of the inconsistency, what do you think is going to happen well my income was not consistent or predictable either i didn't have consistent clients i didn't have consistent cash flow and it was up and down it was a roller coaster and i realized that that income roller coaster was directly related to my inconsistency and i realized that business Is yes, uh, as a female entrepreneur, as a spiritual entrepreneur, I believe it does have a certain amount of intuition and ease, but it has to be blended with systems and strategy. Inspiration is great, but inspiration and ambition will ebb and flow in your business. And if you want real results, you've got to stop sitting around waiting to be inspired and start taking action consistently and on purpose in alignment with what your goals are for your business. I realized that I needed to sit down and get to work. That was mindset shift number one. The second shift that happened... I set a new standard for my way of living and existing and I set a new standard for myself and my business and I took massive imperfect messy action in alignment with that standard. Now, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something that is going to be a little different here because I'm sure that a lot of people they're all about like goal setting and no, oh, you got to set that goals. Okay. Here's the thing. Goals are great. However, standards, okay, when you set a standard for yourself, that is when things change. Now, the very first time that I saw setting a standard in my life elicited massive change was I set a standard for my relationship. So if you know my story, if you listen to that episode on the podcast where I share my story, and if you didn't, if you go to sarahmichaels.com or if you're here right now, if you click on the My Story or the Start Here tab, you can check out you know check out my, my whole background. You can get the whole thing, <laughs> and join my inner circle. But the first time that I ever set a standard was in my relationship. And when I said no to what I was and was not going to tolerate. And my relationship, my quality of existence, like everything that I have now, I credit to the standard that I set for what I was not going to accept anymore. So here I was this year and I was thinking, you know, oh, I just, I don't know why I'm not hitting my goals. And then, you know, that little voice was like, Sarah, uh, you know how to set standards in your relationship. Why haven't you set a standard in your business? Why haven't you set a standard, you know, with your income? And I'm like, oh. So I realized that I had to set a new standard for myself and what I was and was not willing to accept or tolerate anymore, okay? Like I I set a standard for what I wanted, my minimum non-negotiable to be for my business? Like what is the minimum amount that I need to maintain my current lifestyle? Okay. What, what is that number? What's the minimum, uh, what's the standard that I need to have in order to, you know, move to Florida? What's the standard amount that I need to have in order to start living my dream life? So I sat down and I decided what these MNNs were going to be. If you, um, you know, if you get coaching from me inside of my inner circle, the MNN is something we call a minimum non-negotiable. We figure out what this number is, and then you set the standard, and then you set goals based around your standards, okay? So I, I really encourage you if you've been setting goals and you just they just don't happen, it's probably because you don't have a standard. Like you have this idea that a goal might be nice, but when you set that standard, you're like, I refuse to settle for anything less than this. Okay. So I set my minimum non-negotiable standard, and then I set my goals in alignment with that. And I was like, okay, this is what I need. This is what has to happen. So in January, I set my standard I set my first goal for 10K by the end of May. It was a brand new business, brand new model. Um, in 2020, i or, um, pardon me, last year, not 2020. <laughs> so last year, I had actually left a previous business that hadn't been working. So I started completely from scratch in a new business. I probably should have, I probably should have... Um, probably should have notated that so you know up at the beginning this was a brand new business this wasn't even the same way that i had been earning income in the past okay so i i let go of what wasn't working and i took action so my first goal was 10k by the end of may i i just i just went for it right so i didn't have everything figured out but i jumped okay my philosophy has always been to jump and Figure it out as you go and have faith that when you're taking that inspired or divine action, like you're acting on what you believe and what you feel you've got to do, even if it's scary, I believe that that's where the faith comes in and that's where the co-creating comes in and the universe steps in, God steps in, the creator, um, and backs you up each step of the way. So I just took a leap. And this past year, I hit goal after goal after goal after I had readjusted my standards. Um, So yeah, it was pretty crazy. And one of the, the coolest things that happened was, so gosh, like Five or six years ago, I actually clipped out this thing from a magazine when I was redoing my vision board after the divorce. It was this little part of a magazine that said $5,000. Okay, it said $5,000 on it. And I put that in this like ratty old wallet that I had. And I said, okay, this was like five, six years ago. I said, okay, someday I'm going to earn $5,000 in a day. Okay. I said, someday I'm going to earn $5,000 in a day. So I, have I've, I had this thing taped in my wallet and it's gone in like three different wallets now over the years. And if you read the blog post, okay. If, so if you go to the show notes and you click on the blog post, you can actually see that like me a few years ago with this thing in my wallet. And this last year I actually had my first 5K day and it was like amazing. I cried. We celebrated with sushi. I was like, oh my gosh, I freaking did it. So it was really exciting. And it happened because I set the standard and then I set goals in alignment with that standard. The next thing that happened was I got clear on my messaging and started consistently aligning with it. So, you know, this isn't my first rodeo. This isn't my first go with entrepreneurialism. Um, but when I got started, I had a different message than where I was at last year. And I realized I've evolved. I had to go back and evaluate who I wanted to serve, how I desired to help them, and what I was going to say and offer. And I really needed to make sure that my messaging was all in alignment with this. Um, I started, you know, not using social media to like post narcissistically about my life and me and my dinner and what I liked. But I started to think about how my posts could impact my community um i started to think before i posted like who is this for how is this going to help them and how does this tie into my bigger messaging and i started to own my previous experiences and expertise and who i was and what i've done like i wasn't confident prior to last year i had never really come out with the fact that i had been in success from home magazine that i'd had this business success and so even people around me they they finally reached out this past year they were like oh my god i had no idea i'm like yeah cuz i wasn't owning it and therefore i wasn't talking about it so this past year i finally owned the fact that i had been in freaking success from home magazine i own the fact that i had built a business and a team international team 100% online organically through my website and my social media i own the fact that I'm pretty darn good at the tech and setup side of a business. I own the fact that I am a kick-ass website designer. I own the fact that I'm really freaking good at strategy and marketing. See, so once we own who we are and what we can do, we're able to show up with the confidence, capacity, and capability to help and serve those who need us when we're showing up at our level. Okay, so I freaking owned it. The next mindset shift that happened for me was I invested in myself and hired a couple different mentors. This always happens whenever I'm about to level up. It usually involves investing into myself in some kind of capacity in the form of a mentor, a course, an event, or just like something that's going to help increase my skills, my environment, or my ability. Okay? This was a really big leap. It involved investing some serious cash and learning from four different eight-figure mentors. I immersed myself in education and implementation, which was a serious commitment of time and money. Like, oh my gosh. Um, And here's the thing. For a few years, though, I hadn't invested in a mentor because for, for a period of time over the past few years on my journey, I was stuck and stagnant in my business. And I realized it's because I had this fear to go to the next level. And so I wasn't applying what I was learning. Rather, I was purchasing courses, going to events, investing in mentors because it felt good and made me feel like I was doing something in my business when in reality, I was avoiding doing the work of my business and I was accepting the fear. So I kept just investing in these courses and mentors to make myself feel good and to avoid doing the work. So a couple of years ago, I told myself no more courses, no more business events, no more mentors until I've applied what I learned and maxed out my capability. So this past year, um, I knew it was time to invest. I identified the mentors who I needed, who had the skill sets I needed. I showed up, I invested, and I did. To work. Yeah. And it was scary because you, whenever you get, no matter what the investment is, whether you're just getting started and it's a $97 course, or maybe, you know, you've been in it for a bit and you're investing at the $1,000 level or the $10,000 level, or maybe you've been in business for a long ass time and you are going to invest in a hundred thousand dollar mastermind. It doesn't matter what the amount is. It's still going to be freaky. <laughs> but in reality, I realized the only way that it wasn't going to work was if I didn't work. And you know what? I will bet on myself every single time. Every single time. You've got to learn to bet on yourself. Mentors are amazing. They can help you if you show up and do the work. But when you're looking for a mentor, Make sure you qualify them, and make sure it's someone who holistically has the success you desire. And P.S. I'm just throwing a shameless plug in here. If you are feeling my vibe, if you'd like to work with me, I do have various capacities in order to do that. Whether it's, um, you know, whether you're looking, you're getting started, and it's a course. Maybe you want to do an accelerator program with me, or maybe you want to apply for one of my one-on-one spots. Um, there is a section to do that at sarahmichaels.com. So. Um, Next, the next mindset shift that happened was I cut the BS and I got honest about myself with what wasn't working in my business. Oh, ouch, this one. In January, I'm going to tell you about a floppy failure here. So in January, I had launched a passion project called Co-creating Queens. This has been on my heart for a long time, and I had this idea of like creating a space and like a high vibe, high value, low price coaching community to share everything I've learned about manifesting and mindset and lifestyle and money and law of attraction and you know how I went from broke, single, pregnant at 19, and failing to turning my life around to seeing success in business to finding my absolute dream man and creating the business and life of my dreams. you know. But the way that I, I went about this, it just didn't work. See, I, I dove in and decided to launch my high-value, low-price membership site associated with the CCQ community, but it was like crickets. It did not experience the results I thought it would. I did have three amazing students and clients in there that were like just my favorites and a joy to work with, but the rest of people would like come and go and they, I felt like they weren't seeing the value despite me feeling like I'm pouring my heart and soul into this and I'm like not getting anything back. And so I was really, really frustrated, which for me, frustration is always a sign that something is like out of alignment. So I'm working with one of my mentors and they were like, you got you to gotta take a look at what's working in your business and what isn't. And guess what? I had to be set aside my pride, and I realized that my passion project, the CCQ community, was not working in its current state. And so I was like, okay, I launched before it was ready. The pricing isn't right. It's not producing what I want. People don't know, like, or trust me yet. And so I realized that we had to work or I had to work on building my platform and my connections first. And so I tabled ccq and was like okay i'm gonna come back to that later um and i realized that i needed to focus on the profits first and my passion project second and this was just personal to me i realized that the timing wasn't right i could come back to that later i gave myself the permission to let it evolve i didn't see it as a failure because i learned from the experience in fact um I really was able, from finding out who I found joy in within that community, who the hungry people were, it made me realize very clearly who I wanted to work with. And I gained absolute clarity that I wanted to be around people who were willing and ready to work and invest in themselves, but they wanted to do it at a higher level. And I realized that a low value, low dollar, like under $100 price point just was not working for me. Okay, Because in order for me to be hitting my consistent 10K months, this meant that I was going to have to work my ass off just to promote this community. And maybe, you know, it was like, okay, if I get 100 people in at $100, maybe that'll be 10K. Okay. But I was, it, it just wasn't working out. So I identified my high-income premium price skills that would put me on the fastest path to cash. See, I could have floundered working my buns off in a low-value membership site, working with people who were half-interested to maybe bring in $3,300 a month if I got to 100 members at the $33 price point. Or I realized... I could focus on creating a premium package based on my skills to help just one person and then charge $3,300 at the higher value. So I decided that that was the route I wanted to go. I launched my coaching and consulting in May and June. Like I said, if you think, oh, that's easy for her, no, it wasn't. I did not want to launch it at that time. We were still traveling full time. We're in a camper. It was not convenient at all. I'm in the Northwoods of Wisconsin. I had zero electricity, zero Wi Fi, zero running water. Like, we had to drive half an hour just to get to a warm shower, okay? And like, this is where I launched it. It was crazy, not to mention that we had all four of our kids who are 10 and under with us on summer break. Yeah. Don't don't even talk to me about your excuses because wow. Um so I I launched my coaching. I I did it. I figured it out. I didn't make excuses and I welcomed my first one-on-one consulting and coaching clients and it was an absolute joy. Like it lit up my soul being able to provide a higher value thing that I felt like I was able to give back. Okay, So I did that. I streamlined and automated what I could. I built my first funnels in my business. That's another concept. Um, I realized that I needed a consistent and predictable way to get people into my coaching opportunity. And so I built my first funnels, like, and if you have no idea what a funnel is, or like what it is, and why you need one, and all of that, I'm gonna put a separate um, resources section on my website, sarahmichaels.com, dedicated to funnels, because oh my gosh, uh, funnels are something I'm gonna be continually focusing on. They are amazing, and so um, essentially. I realized that I had to to duplicate and automate some parts of my business. Okay, so here I was, I'm doing coaching and consulting. I'm focusing on the high value skills that I have, right? My coaching and consulting, uh, my website design packages, which I I do for like uh, 5K plus for my premium plans. So I decided that I had to focus on those things kind of put my residual and passive income on the side and focus on the high value things like y'all know passive and residual income is like oh my gosh one of my favorite topics however if you need right now income if then you've got to find ways to produce that first while you're still building your residual and your passive income okay so um I realized that I had to to do that, and I realized that in my business, There were certain things that I had to streamline, certain things that I had to duplicate, certain things I had to automate. So that is what I focused on. Um, I learned how to build and design funnels. And I, oh my gosh, I took this funnel building course. I invested the $97 a month or $297 or whatever into the software. And it was one of the best investments I made. Um, So here I was. When I took this course, by the way, mind you, we're camping, we're traveling, (laughs) I had launched my program, so here I am working during the day, and at night, instead of binging on Netflix, I'm listening to homework and implementing it, and it was like, oh my gosh, it was a crazy time, but I went from being totally new to launching my very first funnel, and that funnel brought in $1,000 in 11 days. So yes, I was totally new. I built my first funnel and I hit the one comma club in 11 days. And I like felt like I was rolling in the dough and it was really awesome. And the thing that was so cool was it wasn't about the amount of money. Okay, it wasn't about the amount of money. I want you to hear that in case you're not money motivated. See, to me, money is a tool. And to me, that, that income right there proved That what I was doing was working and it was just a tangible, like validating thing showing me like, hey, you're putting in all of this hard work and it is paying off. That is what the money meant to me. So the very next and last thing I want to talk about, so we've just to recap here, We've talked about the mindset shifts that I had and I'm going to recap these at the end. So if you had your notebook, you got your pen. Um, I just told you a little bit about funnels. I don't want to dive too much into that because I know that some of you might not be there yet in your business, but when you are, I have the resources. I got your back. Um, Funnels are what will help consistently and continually bring new people into your business and really help you to just explode your growth, okay? So if you need or are looking for guidance with funnels, like I said, go to the resource section on the website, sarahmichaels.com, dedicated to funnels. Now, the very last mindset shift for me happened around getting really clear and honest with what my priorities were. Okay. (laughs) This was really hard. This was, this was a challenge. Okay. So getting honest about my priorities. See, we were digital nomads and I had, we were living minimally and it was exciting. And I thought, like, oh, we should do this full time and, you know, whatever. And we'd watched people, and it was a really great experience, you guys. Great experience. We downsized everything, for those of you who don't know, downsized it all, put it in a tiny 11 by 10 storage unit, and set off on this digital nomad RV life thing. And like we had that travel blog, we've got the travel Instagram. Like I thought, Oh my gosh, this is going to be fun. We're going to bring in money and blah, blah, blah. And I'm still going to be able to build my business. But you know, but I, it wasn't working. And I think there comes a time in our life when we have to take a look at the things in our life. Maybe it's a relationship or a job or a lifestyle or like, I don't know. For me, a couple times in my life, the priorities have been when I was doing certain volunteer things or certain extra activities that were just taking away from family or taking away from me and my business and um, I had to cut them out. And so it, it... It was hard to come away from the digital nomad life because we'd put so much time and energy and intention and focus onto that, but but sometimes pushing through, that isn't what's going to get to the next level. Sometimes you just have to be willing to put down your pride and walk away from something that isn't serving you and not let it take up any more time, you know, just because you're going to be stubborn and like, no, I'm going to make it work. Like... I've encountered so many situations in my life that resulted from my stubbornness. And so my husband and I talked about it because I love traveling. I love it. It's something I I wrote down when I was, you know, eight or nine or 10 or something. I wrote down that I wanted to travel full time and we did it like, oh my gosh, I found my journal And here we had done it. But I realized after we got into it that it just, it wasn't working for our, within our priorities. So you have to figure out what your priorities are and reevaluate. You can, you can evaluate this at any time. So I realized my priorities were building my business. My priorities were my marriage and my husband. Okay. And (laughs) it just, oh my gosh, our kids are amazing. Children are amazing. If you have kids, you're like, I love my kids. But can you imagine not having any breaks and having like three to four kids 24 seven at any given time in a tiny space? Also homeschooling, trying to build a business. You don't, you know, it just it wasn't working for us. And I wanted time with my husband. We'd never gotten to date. You know, we got we found each other on Tinder, and I'll, I'll. I'll tell you all about that in a whole separate thing. And so I just was craving a season of ease and rest so that I could build my business and I could focus and get my priorities in alignment. So I had to evaluate what my priorities were. And then I had to um, figure out how we were going to make that happen. And so I realized that, we co- I could not create a solid business from a place of chaos. I knew that in order to truly build the seven-plus-figure business that I so desire and I have this calling to build, that it was going to require focus and somewhere that had roots and stability so we could rel- rest, relax, and just create from that place. I knew I wanted to prioritize my health and get that back on track, which was very difficult to do on the road with no electricity, just constantly feeling the stress of, you know, 24/7, it was just always always on and no breaks. I needed a juicer, you guys. I needed a blender. I wanted to have the energy and health to pursue my business. Like I love the outdoors. I love living minimally that is such an experience that i'm going to take with me always it doesn't matter if we're in a camper or if we're you know living in a tiny house it doesn't matter um wherever i go from this point forward i'm going to be living minimally because that's just my mindset now like that that's just in my soul um i loved the experience but i realized i had to let it go. And my husband and I talked about it and we agreed. We said, you know what? We want to we wanna build our businesses from like August and September through May and then relax during the summers because that's when we get to be a family of six. That's when we get our son. And so we figured out what our priorities were and then we allowed our decision to evolve. And again, You know, I didn't feel like a failure. It was hard at first because I'm like, oh, what are people going to think? We said we're going to do this RV thing and, you know, now we're not. And you know what? It's okay. Just because you said you were going to do something, you have permission to evolve. You have permission to change your mind and evolve. And you don't owe anyone an explanation. And so we shifted, we pivoted in alignment with our priorities. And we made the decision that we felt our business would be best in Florida. Our health would be best. I mean, come on, uh, (laughs) your mindset's going to be awesome. I'm like, I just need to get to the beach. And so, um, we really just started taking action in alignment with our, our priorities. And so um, I really had to come to the place of also accepting that I cannot do business like a quote unquote regular entrepreneur, okay? That's hustling and grinding like 14 to 16 hours a day. I am so over the hustle culture. Like there is a certain amount of elbow grease, intention, and sweat that comes from building a business, but In no place should we be sacrificing our health and driving ourselves into the ground in the name of success and building our business. I think I'm like so done with that and i decided that from this point forwards i intend to pave the way for entrepreneurs who have maybe been diagnosed with some kind of a health challenge if you've if you've seen my story you know this was the case for me you know autoimmune thyroid adrenal anxiety and i wanted to share my personal journey of building a 7 plus figure business while letting my body heal and and having health and wealth at the same time so that's really what I figured out. And so um, just to just to recap, the mindset shifts that happened, and if you're looking for these in print, if you're like, oh my gosh, this is awesome, um, and maybe you're not, maybe you're like, meh, whatever, but if you want to see this it, like written out, there is a blog post associated with it. You can check that out. But number one, just to recap, don't miss out on your growth, okay? So don't look at the big goals that you have and miss the pro- the the Progress that you've made so far. The first mindset shift I made was I got serious about working my business and treating it like a business the second shift was setting a standard and Taking action in alignment with that new standard. Okay, and setting goals based around my minimum non-negotiable for my lifestyle standard um and really, just refusing to settle for less, just drawing that line in the sand and saying, no, no more. this is this is where I'm gonna be at. Um, the next mindset shift was I got clear on my messaging and started consistently aligning with that and showing up with that messaging on social media. Um, next, I invested in a mentor, and I took some courses, and I took that leap. The next mindset shift was I cut the BS, I got honest with myself about what wasn't working and I was willing to let those things go. The next mindset shift was identifying what my fastest path to cash would be and figuring out what my high income premium price point skills are that would give me the highest return. And one of the very last things that I did was I streamlined and automated part of my business. I built my first funnels and then I got honest about my priorities. We, you know, gave up our digital nomad life, put down some roots so that we could focus on building the business. So now the very last portion of this podcast is dedicated to some questions. Um, If you want, if you go in the show notes, I'll copy and paste the questions in there, or you can check them out inside of the blog post. Actually, that's the thing I'm going to do. I will put them, the questions are in the blog post. So if you want to access these to kind of like give yourself some journal prompts, if that's how you roll, um, you can go ahead and do that. So how you can apply these principles and concepts to your own life and your own business. Okay, so the very last portion of this podcast, how you can apply this to your own life and business, and these are some questions and prompts that you can feel free to use for self-reflection and to really come up with what it is that you need to be able to increase your business and your life and your income. So the first question I have here, and again, if you want to access these, you can click in the show notes. It will take you to the blog post. If you scroll all the way down to the bottom, these questions are posted. So question number one, have you been pursuing your business like a business or like a hobby? (laughs) Have you been showing up consistently? And if not, how can you start to do that? Like, what do you need to be able to do to start doing that? Really take some time to reflect on this and be honest with yourself. Like, be honest. Number Question number two, what is the standard you would like to set for yourself and your business? What is the minimum non-negotiable that you desire to earn? What is your line in the sand? question number 3 who do you want to serve how do you want to serve them who can you help and what do you desire to do this should give you some clarity in how you desire to earn in your ideal client avatar and once you figure this out you can decide how to consistently and clearly show up and serve them on your various channels and with your messaging number 4 what do you need in order to get to your next level is it a course Is it simply applying, which you already know? Is it a mentor? Is it a skill set? And if it is a mentor, who and what do you want to learn? And who do you want to guide you? What is the specific result or outcome that you desire? Okay, because you might find that, you might find when you're doing the self-reflection, like, hey, I don't actually need a mentor. I don't actually need a course. Maybe you do, but maybe... You've already learned a skill that you haven't properly applied, that if you applied, it would help you get to the maximum possible uh, capability that you currently have, okay? Because oftentimes, we already have everything we need to succeed. We just have to do the work. Um, Number five, are there things in your life and business that are fun but not necessarily producing income or results? Or are there certain activities that are producing the most time and sucking up like a lot of stress but aren't necessarily productive? This is where you have to take a hard evaluation of your business in your life and face the truth and get really honest about it. Number six, what is your fastest path to cash? What areas can you confidently produce income in the fastest if you were to focus on only these areas? What would produce the highest return? Do you have any kind of skill sets or expertise that you could capitalize on? How can you start to focus and show up in this one particular area? Number seven, do you have a consistent, predictable way to bring in new clients or business into your business? new clients or business into your business. that you That's a little repetitive, but you get my point. Do you have systems in place to help simplify and streamline? If not, and if this is what you need to go to the next level, then perhaps systemization, automation, integrations, duplication, that is perhaps what you need to put into place and focus on, maybe even a funnel. And if it's If it's like the tech side of things that you don't know what to do with like I got you Um, if you're reading the blog post it says click here Um, that is what I want to help you with inside of the what the tech course okay what the tech membership Um, the next question number eight really just take an overall assessment of where you are, where you desire to be, and what you need to do to get there and be honest with yourself. Look at look at everything like from like you're zooming out and looking at your life. Is there anything that you can do to help improve your success? Maybe, and it, it might not even be, uh, um, you'll often find that sometimes your success comes from like linear moves. So I found that when you change other areas of your life, everything in your life is is intertwined. Your, your health is intertwined with your business and your relationships are intertwined with your business and um, just everything. So for me, at certain points in the previous years, me going to the next level in business meant me hiring help, me having someone do my housekeeping or my laundry or mowing my grass. Like I'm just throwing things out there. Because maybe there are certain things like that in your life where if that were solved or handled, you would be able to go to the next level and, and maybe not, but, um, Just throwing out some ideas for you to just really take a step back and take a look at your life. So that is all I have for you. Again, if you click in the show notes and you can go over, check out the blog, if you love it, you can feel free to go ahead and pin it on Pinterest. But I look forward to hearing from you. Hearing if this has given you any kind of insights into your own business that you could take away from that So feel free to come on over hang out on social media with me I'll put all of my links down below but other than that the thing that I want to leave you with is You at any point have the ability to change your life to change your business and to create the reality that you desire it's all inside of you, you can do it. You have everything you need to succeed. And if you're looking for support or a virtual cheerleader, I am always here cheering you on. So cheers. Here's to your success. Thanks for listening. And I will catch you on the next episode of the Co-Creating Queens podcast.